Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the Dave Fremlin Show. I am the one and only Dave Fremlin, and you are listening to me. Yay! So anyways, um, today is a beautiful Tuesday morning. The sun is out. I bet it's cool outside, but it's sunny. And it is about a little bit after 11 on Tuesday morning. And um, how did I sleep? I, I slept pretty well. I had the restless leg syndrome on about mm, between two and three as usual. Not so bad that I couldn't deal with it. I remember getting up and walking around. I remember being very ever so slightly frustrated. I ate a piece of cheese and then I went back to went back and laid down. I think I, a couple of times. So it was not the most perfect night of all nights, but it, you know, it's you are listening to the Dave Fremlin show. Um, it takes a so, super duper uh, long time yeah. okay. to boot it up. Um, and so I, anyways, and now tonight I'm going to not give you some information. Yay! A doctor. Um, which I forgot what it is. Right. You are listening to the Dave Fremlin Show. Yay! I guess we'll see what happens, right? It's about if I don't want to take any medications and I don't want to take any drugs which I don't, then I'm going to have to learn how to deal with, um, you know, the situation as it is. And that's what I'm doing. Okay. And that brings me to my main topic today, which is not about me at all. It is about, well, you guessed it. It's about Omicron on, on, on. The new COVID variant. Is it real? Is it a hoax? What's going on? Why is there a travel ban? Who's Dr. Fauci? Oh my God, so many questions. Okay, first of all, I'm going to make a statement. It's going to sound weird, but then I'll explain it. And my statement is this. Which came first? The travel ban or the variant or the virus? I will be willing to say that they wanted to do a travel ban. You see, the government's plan, you can never trust your government. Currently, right now, we are in the process of fighting off a Marxist slash communist slash dictatorial takeover of the world. And you can see in places like Australia, they want to commit a mass genocide, mass genocide. And not even an entire genocide. I mean, we're talking not just selected they want to kill off everyone and keep all the resources for themselves. I know it sounds <coughs> I know it sounds like some sort of a plot from like a from like a James Bond movie or something, you know, or like Austin Powers. But you know, there really are people like this in the world. And they they really are crazy and evil. And how they're doing it is called it's called a fear, like mass psychosis fear campaign. So there's and in America right here where in my world where I live people are not buying into it okay but my whole family's been separated right down the middle due to this uh, the way that we're being manipulated now I for one don't trust the government have never trusted the, trusted the government and so anything that comes from the government I look at it twice I say what is where's the motive what who you know qui 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 bono who who um who benefits from this? And so, um, and 99% of the time, 
they make something sound real sweet and pretty. And what it really is is something that guts your rights and gives money to the government. And uh, I'm not about that. Okay. So let me explain my why I think that the the Omicron. Okay, here's the thing: the variant of whenever a virus uh, creates a variant or a uh, an offshoot virus, first of all, it's being created by the vaccines. Okay, like the vaccine goes into you, into your cells, into your DNA, changes the mRNA. Changes the, the ribonucleic acid. It's the same as in deoxyribonucleic acid. Okay? So, um, which is basically DNA. And then it causes you to produce a new form that then you shed off of you, and that's called a variant. Okay? And that happens with and without vaccines. But the vaccine is actually injecting you to make you make variants as opposed to a more natural way, which would take a lot longer. And so the design is that everybody must be infected. And then when everybody is see, and, the, and why they're pushing it so hard is because if there's people that are not infected, then there's a control group. And when there's a control group, they can tell that it's a hoax. And so they, they want to lock everybody down. They want to create fear. Okay, because people can be controlled. Well, there's the best way to control people is through fear. And, uh, and they have determined that the best way to scare people is with like a virus or like uh, the two big things they're doing right. Well, three big things they're doing right now are aliens, viruses, and uh, environmental change. Okay. And these three things can scare people enough to make a person just give up all of their, I don't understand it. I don't understand it myself, okay? But I have seen it. I have witnessed it. I have become perplexified by it because I do not understand it, but I see it. And what happens is people become so fearful that they're willing to say, no, 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 take, they'll do anything if the fear can be taken away, if they can feel secure again. And this is a huge portion of people. And I don't know where it comes from. I think it comes from a lack of belief in God. You know, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I just don't think that you can have a good faith in God and have a huge amount of fear. You are listening to the one and only Dave Fremlin Show on Podbean. At the same time, I don't think you can trust humans and trust God at the same time. That goes along with the first commandment, the first two or three commandments. Anyways, it goes along with the, with the first commandment, which is thou shalt have no other God before me. And so if you have God first, then you really shouldn't be able to have a lot of fear. And if you have fear then there's a certain amount of courage that goes with it. If you have fear and you have faith in God, then that means that you also have enough courage to, to deal with the fear. It kind of like the more that you have fear, the more that you have faith in God, the more that the faith in God overcomes the fear. But it's not that you don't have fear. It's that you have faith enough to 
let not let the fear alter you. But if you have fear and you look to humans, then you're putting a you're you're putting a, a god before God. You're putting an idol. You're building an idol, and those are like the top two commandments of things not to do. Um, yeah, have you ever noticed that um, in the Ten Commandments, some of them are things not to do, and then some of them are things you should do, that you must do? I think it's interesting. So anyways, um, uh, so that's what that's about. And so what happens is the government, along with the uh, mainstream press and media, along with the pharmaceutical industry through the WHO and through the FDA and all these people, they're all plugged in with bureaucrats, selected people that are put into positions that will cover the ass of each other. So there's no accountability. And then they push out this narrative of fear. God forbid anybody should catch a cold or sneeze. God, I, I cough all the time. You know, I'm a former smoker. And I, I, I think it's healthy to cough. In fact, coughs are healthy. When you cough, it means you're pushing out sickness from your body. You're pushing out. Um, when you cough up stuff from your lungs, you're pushing out dust and dirt. And, and uh, you, your lungs are like a giant filter. So you suck in air. And then your, the lungs filter out the part of the air that your body needs. And the rest of that crap just goes out when you breathe out. And when you cough, it's because you've accumulated, you know, particles and your body makes phlegm, which is, you know, a way to help expectorate that goo out of your body. And so it's really a healthy thing to cough. You know, it's polite to carry a cloth with you or, or some sort of Kleenex or tissues. You don't leave a trail of phlegm wherever you go. But on the other hand, it's a healthy thing. And God forbid nowadays you're out in public and you cough. Somebody will look at you like, oh, my God. And that's a narrative of fear. And how do they, what do they do with this fear? Well, if you're scared enough, then you will come to me for the solution. And if you are scared enough to come to me for the solution, what is to stop me from taking advantage of you? Have you ever noticed... When you watch on TV, I don't watch TV anymore. This is one of the reasons why. Have you ever noticed when you're watching TV and a commercial comes on, they create a problem and then they give you the solution for it? You might not have ever thought of the problem until after you saw the commercial. You know, like, I didn't realize that that thing was a problem. You know, and then suddenly there's a commercial that's telling me that this is a problem and they're pointing it out in such a way, like for example, um, I don't know, deodorant commercial, just something benign like that. I mean, everybody has underarms, everybody has a smell, some people worse than others, but you know, the deodorant doesn't, the deodorant doesn't stop the process by which the smell is made. It only just, it's like a perfume or a cover-up. And so, um, you know, maybe it, has certain chemicals in it to prevent moisture and bacteria, but here's the deal. It wasn't a problem. It wasn't a problem. Nobody came up to me, told me I stunk. No, I never had a smell. It was not detectable unless I went to the gym and then I shower. And then suddenly I see a commercial 
that says, do you have underarm odor, blah, blah, blah. Suddenly I'm aware of a problem that never was a problem. And why? Because they want to sell me a bar of deodorant. Okay, and does it make a difference? I will tell you the truth. I don't think it does. So, I mean, my friends, the friends which I don't have, can probably tell you better. But I have, in my entire life, and I'm pretty old, have never had an issue with somebody telling me I stunk. Or even having any issue with people being close to me or being near me. I don't have a smell. But I'm not trying to make this about me. I'm talking about creating this sense of fear. And what is the way... More importantly than the fear. So this is the Delta, the not Delta, the, the new Omicron variant. Ba-ba-ba-ba-bum. So, you know, I heard about this thing the other day. I'm, oh, my God, they're going to shut down travel. They're going to use this to force vaccines on people. They're going to use this to scare you. They're going to use, there's going to be Omicron, Omicron. And then there's going to be another thing. And then there's going to be climate change. And let me tell you something about climate change. I live in Florida. I was in Miami the other day. There are multi-million dollar hotels all along the beach. They're building more and more and more. And Florida is at sea level. The whole state mostly is underwater. And I don't think that anybody in Florida seems afraid that those multi-million dollar buildings and homes are going to go collapsing into the sea anytime soon. All right? And that sea, if it came up just three or four inches, <laughs> it would be like on the sidewalk. I mean, the, the streets are like at sea level. I'm Dave Fremland, and you are listening to the one and only Dave Fremland Show. In Miami. All right, so... I don't believe it. I've been hearing about the coast going. Here's what I've been hearing since I was a kid. That the coasts are going to rise up. California is going to have a major earthquake splitting off of the mainland. Florida will be underwater. Alaska will not have any ice. The glaciers will be gone. I've been hearing all this for 30, 40 years. None of it's happened. None. Why? Because it's not real. It's a fear narrative. You can control me. If you, if you can make me afraid of XYZ thing and you can offer me the solution to XYZ thing that I'm afraid of, then you can control me. That's the bottom line. That's the bottom line. And so, and how they do that is they create this like, you know, this idea of this is the most virulent strain of COVID yet. It's the most, it spreads so quickly. Yeah, it spreads. I would welcome a virus that spreads to every single human on the planet like overnight. And that is as non-lethal as Omicron. Because then everybody's immune. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're talking about a few children in this one little tiny country have a few symptoms. And, and let me ask you this. Where's the test? Where's the test for the variant? How do you know it's a variant? 
You tested positive for COVID and you have different symptoms. But what is, how do you know it's a variant? How do you know a person just doesn't react differently? And where's the test? You tell me there's another test? I haven't heard anything about another test. So what is the answer? Because I like to be positive on my show. The first half, I like to like lay out the, the topic, the situation. And then in the second half, if I make any sense, which I sometimes don't, and sometimes I do, it's up to you guys. In the second half, I like to lay out a solution if there is one. <coughs> and here's my solution. I have two solutions. Well, I have probably more than two, but for today. My first solution is you should never trust any form of just like automatic authority. Anybody who comes at you with like a, with like a first of all, analyze, <coughs> analyze everything that you, every piece of information that you hear. Don't just latch on to the headline. Okay, I used to do that. It was very weird because I would latch onto a headline and I would have no facts. And I'd say like, well, isn't that a horrible? Like, okay, oh, something, something blew up, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it turns out they blew it up on purpose because that you know they were going to build something there. Oh, and I went on all day long about how terrible this thing was. So don't just hook on to the headline. Don't just hook on to the topic. Hook on to a deeper dive. Get information. Understand what's really going on. And then consider the source. Who and where, who the information come from. And do they have a potential motivation? Because let me tell you something about human beings. <laughs> Everybody has a motivation. Everybody. People do not get out of their bed and move their tired ass body unless they have a motivation. This is called humans. This is not like something. This is not just like random somebody here and there. This is called human nature. This is part of being on earth. We are, we are part of a class of animal called primates. Now, granted, we have the gift of having God in our world, and probably, probably all animals do, for all I know. But we have this gift of consciousness, but doesn't make us that much different than primates. We are primates, in fact, and primates have certain behaviors that all primates have. You know, I used to have these conversations with people about, like, for example, war. And they'd say, well, humans are the only animal that kill for no reason. They just commit war. But you know that's not absolutely true. Because baboons, they kill for no reason. They kill for like three reasons. It's the same three reasons everybody kills for. They kill out of anger. They kill to defend their territory. They kill to impress a mate. Okay? Or like a passion killing. Okay? Those are the main... Those are the main, uh, you know, to defend their territory, to eat, and then to for mating. Okay, those are the primary, the primary um, reasons for killing, and that stretches across the board to humans too. Um, and the war idea is just a broader defending of territory or a broader uh, seeking of resources. You know what I mean? It, it stretch it out into broader terms, and then you add humans. Humans have greed and have things like that. Other sort of outside influences 
but we also have God. Okay, but there are other animals that are in the primate category and even in other animals, even in the, the sea world, you know, under seas, they're all vicious, you know. But on earth, on the, on the land part of earth, the primates have wars. The baboons are noted for it. You know, they war with each other. They kill each other. The, 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 the baboon family, it starts out a mom and a dad. Then they have a boy and a girl. When the boy becomes a teenager, he's kicked out of the baboon family and sent to live out to go start his own new baboon family. And where he'll run into other male baboons that are trying, you know, he'll go over to another tribe, for example, and he'll go seek a female baboon of his own age to mate with and he'll run into other male baboons that are trying to do that same thing and they will literally have wars with each other the, the entire uh, the entire so then they form colonies so let's say that the, the little boy baboon goes and meets a girl baboon then they form their own colony and then the colonies will actually war with each other over which teenage baboon gets to mate with which other young baboon so don't think it's just humans, okay? But we have God. So here's how you get out of it. First of all, don't trust anyone. Do your own evaluations. Use common sense. You use your expertise of being on the planet and observation of being on the planet. You know, if somebody tells you something and you know for sure that you just don't believe that, then just don't believe that. And then, um, and then question your source, okay? And then the last and final thing, and this is like a really biggie, is you got to have your faith in God. You got to trust God. I don't think I could do anything if I didn't trust God. Seriously, I've I've become so almost helpless that I I just have to take I just have to trust in God to make things work. Okay, so I don't know what I I don't know if I made any sense today or not, but um, don't be afraid of, don't let people manipulate you with fear. Okay, thank you for listening. Have a great day. The opinions expressed in the Dave Fremlin Show are strictly opinions. I am not an expert. The Dave Fremlin Show is written, directed, and produced by Dave Fremlin and is a Dave Fremlin production. Thank you for listening.